Are you ready to take your volleyball game to the next level? Every week on the Volleypod, we talk to two top coaches who share their secrets for success on the court. From drills to build skills to strategies for boosting confidence, you won't want to miss this valuable advice. Tune in now and elevate your game today. Good evening and welcome to the Volleypod. How are you this evening, Todd? Davis, I'm doing well. Good to see you. Good to see you. Always fun to get back in the in the cave, the volley cave, and uh, talk a little volley with you. I learn a bunch. I get a little better. Go back in the gym. Try some new toys out that you teach me. So it's, it's, fun. It's, it's it's wonderful. Absolutely, and we are wonderfully working with the art of coaching volleyball. And we have our code now, awesome. the VolleyPod code, twenty percent yep. off everything, which is uh, great. Absolutely, we have. I have my books on there. Those are great. So two books on uh, the website. You check those out on the AOC website. Let me know if you like them. Be happy to uh, chat about it. Uh, and then the memberships. Oh my gosh, the memberships, twenty percent off. All you got to do is use the VolleyPod code, V O L L E Y P O D. And anything actually on the website for the most part, besides Karch's book, he's big time. So, yep. you know, but um, awesome stuff on there. So please feel free to check it out. And we got a really cool coaching skill today. What are we getting started with this week? Coaching skill, using keywords to teach skills. Okay. Okay. Awesome. This is a really so interesting topic. We, we think about this a lot with teaching beginners, but I'm going around the gym and I see probably about 50 practices a week now when mm -hmm. I go. And I really think that I see a bunch of teams that, you know, it's hard for me to think that they're fundamentally sound and have gone through this and they know uh, where they're weak. Okay. And that idea of uh, unconscious incompetence. Oh. They're bad at something, but they don't know why. And okay. they don't really know they're bad. And then they don't know why. So kind of building this foundation of teaching skills with some key words that players understand, I think, is, is important. So Good. the first reason why we do this is that idea of clarity. Can you make it simple and clear so a player learns quickly? Awesome. I love it. And then secondly, brevity. So the, using key words, you're able to chunk information. And instead of a two-minute explanation, you can have a two-second word. Yes, and I always frame this with the, the, to the team that we have 30-second timeouts in, in the SCVA. So it's like it has to be brief. It has to be clear. Yep. Yep. Good point. So I'm just going to go through some examples. And I, I chose three skills. I thought that would be okay. – uh, and I think they're the, the first three I usually do. Okay. Uh, maybe not in this order, but they're the, the first three. I usually would start with attacking, okay. uh, but we're going to start today with serving okay. uh, because that's the one that I've been working on a lot with some teams at, uh, at Coast okay. at the club. And so my keys for serving are ready, lift, step, swing. I like it. I like the rhythm of C, so, the third one. Yeah. Yep. So we have this, uh, this idea of ready, lift, step, swing. And then I'm also putting in some common feedback terms that I'm trying to incorporate. And I'm trying to turn those, uh, get those into external and not internal. Yes. And by that, I mean, I'm taking away the body parts. Yes. And this is actually a fun process when you start to do it, when you try to think of external things, because 
you think of all these analogies yep. and stuff like that stories almost it's a really fun process yep. so that's cool so i have hammer the nail okay and that's the idea of getting that elbow out in front of the wrist right what? and you what? see you see people trying to let's say what the opposite of that would be shot putting so they're pushing the nail, right? Right. And you don't push the nail, you hammer the nail. So we try to get him into that kind of okay. popping and hammering the nail. Okay. Uh, as far as their hand goes when they hit the ball, I like that idea of, hey, your hand's a two by four. It's, <laughs> like it's not a noodle. Okay. So Definitely. your hand and your right. arm is, you have that kind of stiff wrist for the serve. And then this new one I have, see what, I don't know if I've told you this one, step on the accelerator. I like that. So when you step, when you take that step, that speeds up your arm. Oh, boom. So you step on the accelerator and then your arm starts moving. Fast. Oh, that's a cool one. I like that. Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm also into another one now is uh, uh, hitting the bottom of the ball. Okay. I'm into that bottom of the ball. I want the ball to go up. And right. I think a lot of players are hitting the back of the ball and it goes in a line drive. and doesn't clear the net. I think especially early on with beginners who want to hit the bottom of the ball as they get better, they can kind of move that contact point up a little bit to okay. flatten it out. Okay. So awesome. you have any other key? What do you use for serving? So you have a little different one. I remember it. Yeah. It's uh, ready, load, toss, step, fire. Okay. That's usually what we do. And, um, and the, the other thing I was going to mention is the cadence that you yep. say it in matters too, right? So if I say that ready, rhythm. lift, step, swing, it's not going to have the same impact as ready, lift, step, swing. Yep. Right. So I think that matters in the, in the terminology. Yep. Too, the so. rhythm. Yeah. All right. So that is serving passing. And for my passing, everything is serve receive passing for me. Okay. So if I'm going to teach passing, I'm going to try to teach passing to be in the mode that you are passing the other team's toughest server. I love that. Framing it. Yeah. So if kids are passing back and forth, they're trying to pass back and forth in the same posture with the same technique that they're using when they're passing a tough serve, because that's that. really what we need to do. Right. Right. The same so, intent, as right? Well. Yeah. So, keys, posture, platform, one, freeze. Oh, the, okay, okay. Talk to me about. I, so, posture, I understand. Okay. Platform, I understand. Yep. Although I, I can definitely see that chunking platform. There's a lot you can do with platform, even though it's one word. Right. But but we define that exactly. Right? We right. we talk about and the that. same with posture. All these, yep. all these, and that's why that's yep. why we do it, right? Yep. Um. But the one, what's the one? I mean, I, I, I think I can figure it out, but talk so to I want it. one motion to the ball. Okay. So okay. I don't want the motion with your arms to go backwards and then forwards. Oh, okay. And so that idea of, I don't think, I think when we free ball pass a lot, we get into a habit of moving the arms back to wind up. Yes. Yes. To kind of load the arms with moving them back. Right. But I don't think that's the way we pass tough serves. And I don't think that's actually the way you receive the ball that often in the game. In, like Meaning you, you don't get that many free balls, right? So I think one is a beautiful cue. Right. Yeah, so I, I love like that. one. Yes. And then I'm a big fan of freezing and all oh. skills so players can self-correct. And hey, am I balanced? Like that. Am I platform angled? Uh, 
So, and then I think, you know, we look at uh, feed some feedback. Uh, a bunch of this isn't external, uh, two-footed. Okay. When we talk about balance, what do we mean by that? And that's weight evenly distributed. Uh, I have the four Bs. You've heard me talk about that before, <laughs> but behind yep. ball balanced. Yep. Uh, so we can talk about that. Platform, long and strong. So okay. my uh, that's my cue yes. for platform like is long that. and strong. And then a new one I have, I'm trying to go external is knee pads. And that is, I want the ball to come down to your knee pads. Uh, and so that is the idea of ball to platform rather than platform going up to your shoulders to get the ball. Okay. I like that. Very cool. So, so I, I thought one was going to be one good angle. Okay. So there's nothing about angled here. And, you know, I used right. to have a lot of, Hey, face the ball and angle your platform. Um, and I, I mean, I still do that if kids aren't facing the, if they're trying to face the target, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think the freeze helps fix? fix well, the freeze like is is part of that, mm-hmm. right? So I, I mean, we set them up in posture, and posture part of posture is facing the server. Right, right. So that's all part of that. I love it. That's awesome. Very so, cool. How about you? Have some other cues you use with server? I'd say one good angle. I use balanced all the time. Um, I say posture up. I think that's a, like a, they, they use that in mixed martial arts and I feel like it's a really active posture. So I like oh, that. Interesting. I uh, like it. Posture up, posture up. Okay. Um, but that's, I love these cues. These are great. And okay. I, and, and I, I think what coaches can take their own verbiage, you know, and, but slice it down and keep it super short. Yep. So even if, you know, whatever the cue is, make it brief, make it, make it succinct and make it work. Make yep. It. I love it. So attacking, I, last time you taught me not to use the term arm swing, so I have to get away from that. So <laughs> attacking uh, swing. So attacking swing. Yeah. And I like uh, my cues backswing to sight 90. Okay. So nice. backswing and then that's, I want it sight and I get that arm back at 90. I used to have that elbow high and now I don't want the elbow high. I want the elbow below my shoulder. Okay. So I have this kind of diagonal line. I probably need some kind of cue for that line where we have that that left shoulder is higher than if I'm right-handed, my sight or left shoulder is higher, way higher than my right shoulder. I like and that. I think some of that is a thing we didn't maybe talk about last time with power. Yeah. And that that's a good point. Talk about pulling down with that with that off hand yeah. pulls up with the other hand. We have that that kind of teeter totter. Uh, so that backswing to site 90 okay. and then my new or things I'm working with is carry the pizza. Okay. Right. <laughs> Which means we get that, Hey, you got to get in that elbow in front of the wrist into that and then throw it, throw that pizza high over the net. So you're throwing that pizza high. I like uh, it. I love it. And then, uh, some feet. So once again, backswing to site 90, carry the pizza, throw the pizza. <laughs> when you're gonna throw it high, you're not right. throwing it down. Right. You're throwing it up. Yes. And cool. then uh, feedback. Hide your logo. That idea of you said uh, kind of being open. Right. We, if you're in the front, we don't want to see the front your logo of your shirt. So hiding your logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that high five hand, meaning that hand is nice and big. Okay, you don't high five usually with a little hand. Right. You high five with a big hand. Um, Still want, you know, especially in the beginning, bottom of the ball. And then uh, uh, John Dunning is peel the orange. 
So if you're hitting bit. the bottom of the ball, you're throwing that hand up into the bottom of the ball. So you're peeling the orange to generate that low to high top spin. I love it. Very cool. So you got it. And you, you talked about a couple others that I liked you had last time. Yeah. And I mean, with attacking, I like the idea of load. I use the term okay. load and that's loading the arm into the, into the position. And then I also still love the term fire, you know, right. And then I cookie like jar, fire. cookie jar, cookie jar. Yeah. So, you know, that put the hand up into the cookie jar. Oh, and the cookie so, jar at the end. Okay. Yeah, so cookie jar. All right. Yeah, some, some kids have gotten some stuff out of that. So. All right. Very cool. And then the one thing we did talk about, and I got to kind of incorporate that as idea of breaking the wall, that, that elbow back to break the wall. That, yeah. Uh, attacking approach. Uh, starting with what we call lean and hang. So arms are relaxed, hanging, bodies leaning slightly forward. Okay. So that lean and hang. And then that right, left, right, left. And if we put the arms in there, as the right, left are going, it's right, left, and then back up with the arms. Okay. So that's the rhythm. So the feet are right, left, right, left. The arms are right, left, back, up. Okay. Because we throw those arms back on that right step. Right. Um, okay. And we don't want the arms moving. We want those arms quiet on those first two steps. Right. Okay. And that's something that you see a lot of beginning players who do that. Yeah. Chrissy crosses or just big presentation of their arms. The high, right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then it's just um, jump and swing. Okay. Feedback, slow to fast, small to big. Uh, walk to run. And swing on the way up <laughs> i like it i think a lot of times swing is late and we get mm -hmm. them swinging on the way up i love it i love it so that, those are keys those are some great some keys. keywords and use those and they don't have to be once again there are a bunch of good ones but can you keep it uh succinct kind of short so players understand mm -hmm. and it allows players to problem solve and uh, improve their skills i love it I love it. Great stuff. Great All stuff. Right. We'll run What's to the next scenario. On the scenario. So we got a new sort of segment this week on the Volleypod. It's a player profile. Ooh, and into the scenario. I yeah. like that. Into so, a profile. Cool. So instead of doing like a common scenario, I'm going to uh, kind of look at why one player is so good. And the player that I'm going to talk about is a player that is well known on the international circuit. He's a Japanese opposite named Yuji Nishida. Okay, he's about six one lefty, and he you is. You like those lefties? I love lefties. <laughs> yeah. I'm a lefty, and I just love watching left-handed attackers. I don't know why. I love attackers. I just love to study attackers in general. But this guy is fascinating because he's only six one. Granted, he has a huge vertical. I mean, it's got to be high forties, you know. But um, I'm going to kind of break into some of the stuff that he does well. That. Um, can help other people get better. Yeah, Okay. So um, he became a celebrity after the Volleyball Nations League and uh, because he went off, basically. He was scoring like 25 points a game and stuff <laughs> like this. And these huge teams were not able to stop him. And, and I'm going to kind of look at why that was able to happen. So the first thing is uh, he's super skilled and super dynamic. But I'm going to kind of talk about what we can take immediately, like for our coaching. Um, on court, that's kind of the way I'm going to frame this. So like some guys just are blessed with, as the kids say, bunnies, where they can just jump super high. And right. this guy's blessed. Let's be honest. 
but that's not what I'm going to focus on in this talk, right? So he does jump well, but let's talk about the other things that he does. So he could hit over people, but because he's 6'1", and the guys he's going against are often, you know, 6'8", 6'9", 6'10", he doesn't really hit over them, and he doesn't really hit a ton of high balls. So they use him faster than almost any opposite in the world. So they set a really lightning fastball to the right side. And, um, and his tactic is basically, I'm going to go sharp angle. And if you take my sharp angle, I'm going cross body line. And he has just got a nasty cross body line. And this is what he, when he's hitting on the right. On the left, it's the same tactic, but inverted. So I'm going to go sharp angle on the left. And if you take my sharp angle, I'm going inside out back to the line. Interesting. It's a pretty cool way to do it because if you think about it and you look to see the first thing you see, if you always prepare to hit that ball angle or sharp, then your arm is ready. Yep. And then you're making a decision. You can, and he's in the air long enough, of course, to let the ball travel a little bit before he hits and to make really those decisions in the air. Absolutely. And he, um, <laughs> he's so fun because he's so smart. And by smart, I mean, you know, a bunch of these guys are like just massive. and They just hit over the top, right? He is able to find kills even though he's mostly not over the top of these guys. And so, first of all, he's a, a fantastic example of coil. So when you see him play, and we talked about this on the Hit Harder podcast that we did, uh, I believe it was last week, he really gets great separation into, into this like uh, lower body, upper body coil. And you can really see him wrap around the ball and show a really steep, sharp angle. And because he's so up, he can he can hit that right. sharp angle, and they have to respect it. And because he's so coiled, he can hit it hard. Yep. So a lot of people push the sharp angle and, and then kind of chop the line, and he hammers the sharp <laughs> angle. And if you're not, like, right there, you're not digging yep. it. Um, but that also forces the, the middle to often stop short. And then he just destroys people down the line. Um, but his coil kind of allows him to be able to hit so hard into the sharp that they have to respect that. Um, the other thing is the speed of the set is so fast that they are often chasing, right? Even though they kind of know he's getting the ball, the ball is still coming out really quick. And he's, he has a really compact approach. And he's on the ball before the block has developed when they're in system. And this is something I think coaches can take right now. And you do a good job of this with your high school team. But, I mean, even if you're not hitting it hard, can you hit it before the block develops? Yep. Right? And he does a great job of that. And on the higher levels, because the guys jump so high, the sets often take longer to get to them and the block has time to form. He's going much faster. And it forces the middles to either be reaching out or late a lot of times. Um, so that's really cool. And I think that's something people can do. Um, oh, the other thing is it also forces, even if they're there, they're kind of moving. So a lot of times he'll actually just literally hit it into the kind of high hands of the middle. And because the middle's momentum is carrying so fast to the outside, he'll, he'll, um, get, get tools off the sideline. Yep. You know, I love it. So hit the moving middle, um, is a great thing. Most middles aren't great when they're still moving. Yep. Right. Um, deception. So like I said, his, his cross body line you cannot see it coming. He just lights people up because it's like he's so open and it looks the exact same right until this wrist and he just pulls it cross body. And I guess it's uh, what we talked about last week. It kind of goes hand in hand with that where he 
can hit super hard without turning into the net and having this sort of longer motion where people can see it. That's a, that's the way I think a lot of younger players hit their line. Right. You know what I mean? He goes cross body line and you, you just can't see it coming. Um, and if you go too far, he just won't do it. He'll, he'll just hit sharp and he will push. So when he lands, tell me about that. I have to watch some video and watch him. So when he lands, when he's going line, he's backwards he's... to the net. He's almost literally backwards to the net. Like you can hit, he hits the ball and then he'll roll his shoulders and they'll be backwards to the net and just like celebrate like that. Wow. Yes. And so he's, so really he is cold. not, yeah, he's yeah. just staying open on that the whole, he's not yeah. closing up to hit the line exactly. at all. Wow. And he has a way of hitting it hard. And that's, it's that, it's that quick, uh, it's that quick torque and, and pop, right? So he hits it hard. I mean, he's definitely not hitting it with his full, you know, full right. power. But I mean, he hits he hits it hard. So the deception of, of being facing in there is so much is uh, is crazy. And then oh, he loves to um, fade and bang. So if the set is drifted too far, like you said, he is in the air. But the, if the set is drifted to his right a little bit, he'll jump out and still stay facing the sharp and fade and bang is what I call. It. I don't know if there's a better term, but they're doing that a lot in the middles. The middles now at the higher yes. levels have a bunch of different sets that they're running in the middle with with players jumping sideways sideways horizontally and i don't know if these were the like net. intentional I, a, but he would go he would go like on the right side as a lefty he would go right but still be way open and kind of fade and then still find a way to be kind of backwards or sideways to the wow. net. so he does a bunch of fade and bang and then um oh he's also the master of the recycle this is something that coaches can use and players can use right now too. I think that's undertaught. I, yes. I need to teach it. Yes. We tell players to do it, but you know, taking two minutes every practice to do it. Well, and they have a cool plan. Like they've been super innovative in what they do. So they'll tap and cover to the back row player and then do that jump fake attack set. Ah. So they not they have like plans of attack after the recycle. Nice. Which I like is it. really cool. Um, and then obviously he's super high up and he's super handsome and like shredded. And so the ladies love him. Uh, if you ever get a chance to check him out, Yuji Nishida, he can teach you how to play volleyball just by watching him. And he's super athletic and super fun to watch. So that was our, that was our, uh, cool. Scenario. I like it. Yeah. Some good stuff. I like that new, uh, that new take on taking a player and what we can learn to apply to our coaching for our players. Yeah. And I'd be interested to see what other coaches uh, see in him too. Cause there, there is a video that we're going to talk about. Why is Nishida so good? And I, I obviously listened to that and we have sort of different takes on it, but he's got a lot of same stuff. So if anyone's got stuff, let us know. That'd be awesome. So what are our videos? We're back to the sort of skill related videos, Right. So using keywords and one of the, uh, coaches on the AOC website is a woman who's a friend of mine named Deborah Newkirk and okay. she runs a uh, kids volleyball program and has taught kids all over the country you know hundreds and hundreds of kids so she has a video called 30 minutes of drills for beginning volleyball players and so the cues that she or the keys that she's learning is kind of an interesting one because I got away from the idea with serving with toss. Right, right. And now I call that a lift. Right. She calls it a deliver. And she yes. says, if you have a teddy bear, you're gonna go up and place it on the shelf. So right. she wants that, that lifting or tossing arm to go way up 
and just kind of hold the ball there, just kind of deliver it to a spot. That's kind of an interesting yeah. way to do it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but she's got some great stuff on there, so, like about how to toss well and all that stuff. Well, she yeah. has stuff for kids and a bunch of different cues, and some of them I really like. Some of them are not my style. She's a little different than I am, just her style. But uh, I love picking up stuff from her. So she great. does a wonderful job she's with wonderful. kids. She's got a ton of energy. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next one is... Uh, Another one for beginning servers is I was kind of comparing keywords. It's Carrie Wendell who played for Stanford. Oh yeah. And she's teaching serving. And she wants that, she calls it like a popcorn pop. So you just hold your hand up there and can you just pop it? So Interesting. It does it. It's just the opposite. Uh, right. But there's not a wind up and there's not a shoulder down. It's just your arm is straight out and just pop. I like that. So it's like okay. a popcorn. Okay. So two completely different cues, different techniques to get the same thing. And I just kind of control that uh, lift on the serve with uh, kind of a simple motion, but yes. a couple different ways to do it. I and thought it was interesting. If I could just real quick, like one of the things is you can have multiple verbiages because it will help different players too. So if, if I'm doing lift and it's not working, I might try pop. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a great, it's a, something to think about. Yep. And then the last one is uh, Stephanie Samuels from Mad Frog. Oh, and Mad Frog, uh, they're a pretty good club. Oh, man. Those nervous. guys. They and beat us. She's beat got us some young kids. I mean, they look like they're under 10 years old. And she's doing some passing stuff with them, and she has them in this posture, and she's getting them going. So those awesome. are the three. Very cool. Very cool. So the resource of the week is. A really cool uh, source that I came across called the JVA it was a you know big huge institution obviously the JVA coaches education page, and I just thought it was really cool um, for a number of reasons. A, it's super compact coaching education. I mean, a lot of times you have coaching education and it's kind of you can pick and choose. Right. And this is very succinct and cool. very clear, and they they separate it out by club year which is okay. pretty cool. Um, but they have, so they have 12s, 13s, 14. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is pretty cool. And it's kind of like by this year, you know, the kids should be learning this and, and oh, stuff nice. like that, which is pretty interesting, but they also have a really just kind of unique take on treating the player as a whole person. And the, the one that came right to my mind is this title of the article they have on there, creating a winning culture of unentitlement from the club level to college and into life. Right. Um, you know, there's just awesome stuff on yeah, here. Yeah, that so, idea of teaching gratitude and yeah. how we do that and should we be deliberate when we do that with kids is, well, is awesome. They, and they include that right in there as one of their core things of coaching. Right. Right. And it's one of their main. Okay, so I'm going to run through these topics real quick. They, they have a club training curriculum, right? And it's run a practice, inclusion and belonging series. I love that. Wow. Right. Technology, game management, evaluations, and culture. And I just think it's a very holistic way of thinking about coaching. And I just love it because, you know, we're coaching people. <laughs> I think a lot of times we think we're coaching yep. teams. Right. And uh, I, I just I love this idea of, of incorporating all that. And they have like PDF summaries that you can print out and, um, and it's broken down by club level and year. I just thought it was a really cool resource. So good stuff. Yeah, people can check it out. All these links will be on our page. Feel free to check out our social media, aoc.thevolleypod on Instagram and thevolleypod on Twitter. And as usual, get 20% off if you like using our code volleypod, V-O-L-L-E-Y-P-O-D. 
And once again, such a fun episode. Thank you so much, Todd. Good work, Davis. Good work. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.